Hello and good morning, Arizona and Colorado. Uh, this is Jason uh, along with Brian. We are uh, doing the uh, the relief pitcher for Joe on a Friday. Uh, we're happy to be on uh, the Arizona show again. Uh, we were on last Wednesday. Uh, had a huge response. We were. I think we did a pretty good job. Uh, Brian and I were were uh, happy to to put on our our, our best show, if we uh, so to say, and. Uh, uh, we're here today, and uh, to go into it, uh, I think right off the top, uh, I think everybody that's listening, you're probably looking at that gold price, uh, huge dip in that gold price, and that, especially in that silver price. Hey, uh, Brian, are you there? Yes, good morning, everyone. You made it. It's Friday. <laughs> and, uh, Brian, you got the uh, you got the, the, the current gold and silver price, because we're going to go into this deal uh, that we, we ran on Wednesday and Thursday, and then we're going to go with something we got today. I sure do, Jason. Yes, indeed. Everything is down at this point in time on this crazy Friday, the the, uh, Fed News week that Joe talked about in detail earlier. Gold's down 24 bucks today so far at 12.77 and 80 cents. Silver's down 61 cents, which is big for that. At uh, $16.52. And the Dow's down at the moment, 244 points, 243 at 24,932. So, a busy, busy day. Okay, and so on Wednesday, uh, here in Colorado, and starting uh, in the morning uh, on Wednesday, Joe ran uh, some $20 gold liberties and St. Gaudens, a limited amount that we had. At thirteen twenty-five, with the caveat that, hey, if uh, gold goes down by the close of business on Friday, we will adjust that price. So now, with this huge dip, the people that took advantage of that, we're already going to adjust you down to thirteen oh five. You've just gained twenty bucks per coin. However, today, Joe was able before he had to go on his uh, on his way to his. To what he needed to do uh, was able to secure more coins. Uh, we're going to have more $20 liberties. We are going to be able to sell these today at $1,300. The guys that bought on Wednesday and Thursday that we agreed to bring your price down, you're getting an extra 5 bucks. That is also going down to 1300 Everybody this week gets the gets to get the lowest price because of where the markets have went, and we're going to be selling twenty dollars Saint or I'm sorry twenty dollar gold liberties for thirteen hundred one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We also have silver. We we secured seventy five rolls of backdate silver. Uh, when when we get when we get something good at a at a good deal, and when the market drops, it's 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 a winning opportunity for you, the customers of the uh, Patriot Trading News Hour. So uh, we, we're going to go to about 275 over spot. We're doing rolls of Silver Eagles for 385 dollars. 1-800-951-0592. You can go to allamericangold.com. Uh, just, just load up, load up. Uh, there's no reason. Uh, there's no real strong reason for something like this. You never know when somebody up in high places is dumping a lot of paper or what makes that market move like it did today. But it, well, like we said on Wednesday, when we sold those coins, nobody loses. We'll adjust the price down. We're, we're coming 
you guys at thirteen twenty five are now down to thirteen hundred on those those uh, twenty dollar gold pieces. Yeah, and as, as you as a, uh, existing customers, long time listeners know, when Joe comes up with these deals, he he passes along. He he makes uh, what what Patriot Radio needs or Patriot Trading Group needs to make in order to keep it going, and and passes that savings along to you. So. In these crazy days, uh, here's here's your next opportunity. Act on it. Don't wait. Put, uh, get get some gold. Get some silver. Put it away. That's kind of been my motto. I remember the early days uh, uh, talking with Robbie Noel. That was his his wisdom, words of wisdom to me. Was you could look at it as an investment, but the bigger function of it is as wealth investment. So get it, put it away. Hopefully you don't need to use it, but if you come upon a rainy day and you need to, there you have it. But uh, yeah, take take advantage of these deals that that Patriot is has secured. Now on on uh, it was two Wednesdays, not this, not not two days ago, but uh, the previous Wednesday when uh, Brian and I came on and we covered that. Uh, the conspiracy of the Titanic, and we got a huge response out of Arizona. We got a huge response out of the Colorado guys. And uh, one of the reasons, uh, I've said it before, that I think Joe needs to have other guys here. Uh, one of the ones going to help him out is, hey, Joe wants to take some days off once in a while. Instead of giving you guys yesterday's recording, you get us, or maybe you get our partner Glenn coming on, or whatever combination. I got to we'll say, Joe, some, this, this is the topic... The topics Joe covers, it's hard work. You got to pay attention. You got to listen. He's getting, he's digging into some details. It's, uh, it, it's awesome information. It requires, it requires some effort on, on our listening part for sure. And so I, yeah, and, and exactly what Brian's saying. And, uh, I'd like to go on top of that, that I'm, I, we all know, you know, Joe talks about, you know, some of, some of what his sons are in school. He's got one going to play college football. Well, you know, college football home games for him is is a is a, is a road trip. It's going to be somewhere. You know, I think it's Wake Forest, if I remember right. It's going to be uh, in Illinois. So, I, I knowing Joe, I'm pretty sure he's going to want to attend uh, quite a few football games, and uh, that's where we probably are going to be coming in on some Fridays. And Brian and I have some plans to to make these uh, Friday shows really interesting. And uh, just stay tuned uh, and. Uh, remember the gold deal, $1,300 for uh, $20 gold pieces, 1-800-951-0592. Now, on the other side of the break, some uh, no-miss radio. you got to come on, listen to the story. We're going to be covering uh, something about human leg fajita tacos. Join us on the other side of the break for that. Welcome back to the Patriot Trading News Hour. Your hosts, Brian and myself, Jason. We were leaving off the break with a little uh, nugget of what we're going to delve deep into. I mean, uh, w- w- Brian and I are, are uh, three months into this this new show, and we're always researching all the topics and the news of the day. And sometimes we just want to delve into uh, where is America today? What is what is going on? And uh, how crazy how crazy really is is the uh, the state of this country and uh, we ran across this little this little story that we're going to delve into and uh the the what is it the, the guy serves his friends tacos made from his own amputated leg Brian did you want to start us into this Yes, this is this is going to be a, a little morsel or a little nugget. We're going to have a lot of play on here so so please pardon the Pardon the the morbid humor, but this was something picked up even on Dredge a couple of days ago. This is a a vice a vice story. Uh, starts out with a quote: "One friend had to spit me into a napkin. Um, if you could taste human flesh in an ethical way, would you?" 
It's the kind of question you ask after, after watching Silence of the Lambs, but stoned. No matter how you respond, you never expect anyone to hold you to, to your answer. But in a recent Reddit post, user incredibly shiny shart. Don't ask me. Oh, what can that we means. get out there for a minute? This yeah. guy, this guy's name, uh, as he's talking on this this site, is incredibly shiny shart. This is a guy that's going to be serving up some some uh, some leg tacos. <laughs> when Brian brought this story to my attention. I could not. I, I thought it was a funny story, but as we're going to get into this, we'll, we'll have lots of interruptions. This is some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard. I mean, especially just just the way this guy describes what he's doing. So, sorry about yeah, that. Is, keep on going. We're going to keep on yeah, going into this. This is not an onion story, you know, the, the uh, sarcastic stories. This is an actual story. They don't say where it happened. But uh, so, going by the handle, incredibly shiny shirt shared the story of a motorcycle crash that put him put him face to face with the macabre hypothetical when a car hit his bike and sent him careening into a nearby forest his foot was shattered to the point that he would never walk on it again when the doctor asked if he wanted to amputate his one question was can i keep it can i keep it (laughs) it reminds me my uh my late father had some diabetes issues and had a few of his uh, toes uh, that had to separate with, and he, he did ask that question. Can I keep him? Uh, anyways, back to the story. The doctor said yes. On Sunday, July 10th, 2016, three weeks after the accident, Shiny, who prefers to remain anonymous, invited 10 of his most open-minded friends to a special brunch. They well, now, check this out. Now, check this out. This guy is planning to eat his leg, and his. somehow he convinced 10 friends to come along and eat his leg. You know, even in the crazy high school days, I, I don't know that I ever, that thought ever crossed my mind of, hey, if I ever lost an appendage, should we eat it? I had some wild friends. I had some crazy friends I hung out with. And if I had to lose my leg, and if I for some reason wanted to decide to serve it up for dinner, I don't know if I had ten guys that were crazy enough for that. I don't know if I had one guy that was crazy enough for that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. c- continue on. So they had normal stuff. They had apple strudel, quiche puff pastries, fruit tarts, and chocolate cake. They drank gin, lemonade, punches, and mimosas. So that's that's probably a big part of it, thanks to gin, lemonade. And then the main course came out: fajita tacos made from Shiny's severed human <laughs> limb. Now, now, mind you, the bizarre. U.S. does not have a federal law banning cannibalism. Idaho is the only state in which the simple act of eating human flesh can land you in prison. Laws against murder, uh, buying and selling human meat, uh, never mind Planned Parenthood, uh, and corpse <laughs> desecration make cannibalism difficult, but technically legal uh, in the other 49 states. It's rare someone able to consent to being eaten meets someone interested in eating them, but even that scenario raises a ton of ethical questions. Uh, a Belgian man named Detlev Gunzel was sentenced to eight and a half years in prison for butchering and eating a Polish businessman with his consent. I so, yeah, you remember so, that one. So, so check this out. We covered some stories that maybe Arizona hasn't uh, heard because we, we are not as uh, readily available in Arizona, but we covered some stories about a woman in, uh, in Doraville, Georgia, where she was sentenced to probation. She couldn't drink alcohol, $1,000 fines all because she didn't paint her house. 
Or the grass is you know, too long. Too long. They haven't mowed their grass. They got weeds. All these crazy city ordinances. But yeah, yeah. And if she breaks probation, she could go to jail over over paint peeling on her house. And here we got a guy that's committing cannibalism. But hey, as long as it's done in the right way, let's. It's there's it's non punishable. It's not it's not weird. It's it's not. <laughs> so anyways, let's let's do you want to go ahead and continue. The United States. Yeah, don't 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 worry. you uh, I was about to say before starting into this that uh, lo- loosen your tin foil hats. This is this is something that actually took place. This is not we're not uh, we're not making some conclusions based on strong evidence. This is a, a real story of what actually happened. This is uh, an actual Chinese story. Is the rare case where cannibalism was not only legal, but ethical. He documented the entire process, but due to the graphic nature of the photos, we have omitted several from this post. View the full set, it's got a link, and I have not <laughs> I have not ventured to go look at those. There's enough. When so. Brian sent me, yeah, when Brian sent me the, the, the story, I went and looked at them. Uh, they showed pre-operation, operation, post-operation, the pre-cooking, the post cooking and the and the actual eating of this of this food, and uh, yeah, it happened, man. It's right there. You, you tell it's the I, same I, leg that's cut off. You can you can tell it's it's a real story. This actually happened. This is something that actually happened. I actually wanted to eat tacos and fajitas in the future, so I <laughs> I opted not to. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we, that's something that Brian and I was talking about was. Uh, when we talk about getting into debt and how bad that is for you, and I, I always use the uh, the analogy, hey, you know, it, it, you shouldn't be getting into debt, you know, and and paying for a taco that you bought ten years ago. And uh, Brian uh, brought that to my attention. He's like, oh, this this brings that whole analogy to a whole different level. <laughs> indeed, indeed. We no, go ahead. Thir- so, so the vice story. We asked this 38 year old why he decided to feed himself to his friends what he tasted like, and how the experience <laughs> changed him. The following interview has been edited and condensed for length and clarity. Uh, so Vice asks, why did you do this? And Shiny responds, originally, I wanted to have it taxidermied or freeze-dried. How cool would it be to have my freeze-dried or taxidermied foot standing around the house as a lamp or a doorstop or something? <laughs> all, all of this came out of the idea that, hey, it's my foot. It's not going to be cremated and chucked into a landfill. It's a part of me, and I want it back. <laughs> I don't think that's actually too unusual, because I know a lot of, uh, even all the way back to the Civil War, the guys would, would save their, their severed limbs, and you know they'd, they'd, they'd want to keep it. I, I don't fault that. It's where this guy goes that just it goes beyond the bizarre. Well, yeah, like uh, the, like the the miniseries uh, Lonesome Dove. That's uh, Gus at the end. Uh, told the doctor he hoped he didn't throw it away because he might want to use the the bone for a walking stick. So I, I think that's maybe in the spirit of of that movie from the nineties. Uh, goes on. How did you convince the doctor to give you your leg? Most hospitals have policies where they will release your body parts to you because of some religions where you have to be buried whole. So I just signed the paperwork. My mom, who was helping me get back on my feet, so to speak, drove me back <laughs> to pick it up. She doesn't. She doesn't know I ate it, though. I, I somehow think now she does. By now, I went inside, and the hospital gave me my foot in a red plastic bio waste bag. I brought it to the car and immediately put it in the cooler. It was pretty bizarre. I don't know what he told his mom he was picking up. If she's the one that drove him there, but anyways. Oh my God! Uh, how did you yeah, yeah, How did you going. preserve it before the meal? I got back to my place and I froze it. I couldn't find a taxidermist who would take me seriously, and freeze drying was too expensive. It would have been 1200 bucks to freeze dry the thing. 
If I had the money, I would have done it. Eventually, I decided to cast it in plaster to use as a doorstop, then capture a 3D rendering so I can make little keychains. All right, you know, so like here's the guy entrepreneur. With the, here's the guy with this with his leg, and it's it's not a. I want to keep it. He's thinking about casting it. He wants to make copies of it. He, he wants he wants to make a 3D rendering so he can make keychains. <laughs> He's. I mean, it's this. This is a a person in America. I mean, like I said, I've I've been around some weird guys, and I told Brian when we read this, but man, I would love to meet this guy just to just to trade some stories with him because I I can't imagine where this guy. Is. I'm, he's got to be entertaining to, to sit well, around. This kind of makes this, this kind of makes some of the other bizarre stuff aside from the the spiritually uh, appearing. Uh, face eaters. Th- this one gives some some new perspective to like Robert De Niro going on his tirade about you know the Trump with his Trump derangement syndrome. This this kind of gives a new a new tinge to some of that. Oh, let's see. I lost my place. Uh, got back to the house. We got back to the house. Got back. Thank you. Got back to the house. He says take the foot out, but the picture shows it's like just above his calf, so it's more than his foot. But maybe oh, it's, it's all... more than his foot. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. His lower he's leg. calling it his foot. So he took. Uh, we'll just say leg. Took the leg out. And it was so gross, man. It was covered in blood and had iodine all over it. After I cleaned it off, I was pleasantly surprised by how well-preserved it was. It's not like they preserved it in formaldehyde or anything, but when you think about beef, which can be dry-aged for months, I suppose it makes sense. I had four friends with <laughs> He's comparing his leg to it... beef now. Now he's comparing <laughs> his leg to beef. I'm still right trying to separate... I'm trying to make yeah, a separation in my mind because I'm a I'm a beef eater. Chicken's all right, but I'm a beef. It's what for supper. But so I'm how trying to look at your le- how do you look at your leg and start considering it as a piece of beef? I don't. That's <laughs> I know I don't. Anyways, yeah. Keep keep on going. I'm interrupting. Yeah, he had four. Okay, this this is quoting his what he said. I had four friends with me at the time, and it was all surreal. We picked it up and we were playing with it. It didn't seem like it was a foot. It just seemed like an object, not a piece of a person. There was no emotional connection. Uh, I could think, yep, that's my foot right down there. But there wasn't some deep part of me that felt weirded out. In fact, that was the weirdest part, was that it wasn't weird. That was, the, was weirdest, asking, How did you... the weirdest part is that it wasn't weird. <laughs> uh, how did you prepare the foot to be eaten? Before we cast it, I quickly took a knife from my kitchen and cut a chunk off the top of my sh- shin. The skin was already cut uh Kind of off from the surgery, leaving a big chunk exposed. I just took it, put it in a plastic bag, and put it in my freezer. Uh, you know that scene in National Lampoon's Family Vacation where Chevy Chase is just saying, this is crazy, this is crazy, this is crazy. That's how I felt. I thought, this is probably the peak weirdness of my life. I, I hope it uh, doesn't get weirder than this. Uh, after we cast a leg, took a bunch of pictures, put in a, put it in a box of flowers, and cremated it. <laughs> and then, how did you convince ten friends to eat it, to eat the foot with you? I invited eleven people. I said something like, "Remember how we always talked about how, if we ever had the chance to ethically eat human meat, would you do it?" Well, I'm calling you on that. We doing this or what? Ten said yes. I guess we're a weird group. There were several oh, different friend groups uh, involved. I approached I approached one group with the idea, and they were like, "Totally," because of how often are you going to get this chance? One friend said that she asked her boyfriend, the chef, if he would do the cooking. Perfect. The final tally was the chef and his girlfriend. Uh, my ex-girlfriend, one friend from college, two friends I had a couple years, two I'd known for over 10 years, and one of their daughters. 
So they're so they're getting their own kids involved in this. Food also uh, helps absolutely. Before we go too far, we're going to continue into this. I wanted to, before we get into the break, I want to remind uh, if you uh, enjoy this fine type of programming, we got the uh, the, the huge gold deal today. Uh, Thirteen hundred dollars for twenty dollar gold liberties. Everybody that ordered on Wednesday and Thursday, if you are if you're just tuning in, you got that twenty uh, thirteen hundred twenty five dollar deal where we were going to back up. Gold had a huge slide today. So everybody, the new coin that we got in for the deal today and the coin that we sold previous, we're all they're all going in at thirteen hundred dollars per coin. If silver's your thing, we have an allotment of seventy five backdated silver eagles. Silver took its slide today. You'll be able to get rolls of silver eagles at three hundred and eighty five dollars. The number to call one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. When we get to the other side of the break, uh, we'll be uh, dealing a little more uh, in, into an uh, incredibly shiny shard and the eating of leg tacos. Stay I guess tuned. you could say it's Wacky Friday. Stay with us. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Many of us know the history lessons of the English King Richard the Lionheart, named for his courage in leading crusades to win back Jerusalem. King Richard's legacy towers over much of England's history, but today marks a special anniversary that came after Richard's reign. Five years after his death, his brother John held tyrannical rule over England. Angry barons from across the country fought back and captured London to end John's reign of terror. On this day, June 15, in 1215 A.D., the barons of England surrounded King John on the plains of Runnymede and forced him to sign the Magna Carta. This was the first time in history that the arbitrary powers of a king were limited. Why does this 800-year-old English document matter to us? Most Americans have heard about the Magna Carta in history class, but many don't know the vital role it plays in our American constitutional republic. The fighting between the barons and King John continued, leading many to believe that the Magna Carta was a dead document. But only slowly, and over time, have we come to recognize what the Magna Carta signified. In reality, it serves as the birth certificate of the rule of law. This simple and bluntly practical document became the foundation of what was a uniquely English concept— personal liberty. Within a hundred years of its signing, the early parliament began to develop and law became something not based on decisions made by the king alone, but by the king in parliament. The Magna Carta profoundly influenced the English Bill of Rights, written in 1689, which led us to the works of such philosophers and legal minds as Sir William Blackstone and John Locke. These men and their commentaries on the early laws of England serve as one of the primary inspirations of our American founders. The lasting principles contained in our American founding documents, from the rule of law and due process to individual inalienable human rights, can be directly traced to this momentous anniversary of the Magna Carta. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. Your guest hosts, Brian and Jason, talking about uh, uh, crazy doesn't even begin to describe it for me. Before I continue, I wanted to uh, reiterate what uh, the Phyllis Schlafly uh, middle break uh, uh, reminded us of, and that was uh, 1215 on this day in history, King John signed the Magna Carta. Uh, a couple more on this day in history. July, or June 15th in 1775, George Washington is appointed Commander-in-Chief of the Continental Army. I uh, had a couple more, but that's probably, that's probably enough for now. We better get back into the, to the meat of the story. Yeah, and, and, about and this? As, a, as a reminder, uh, you know, Brian and I, I believe, I mean, I, I, we don't know what Joe's schedule will be in the future, but if, if he starts going to football games and needs to take that early flight out of Arizona, uh, yeah, well, I, I believe that Brian and I will probably work a few Fridays, and uh, we're we're playing around with the idea because we we all know uh, uh, Jack Daniels Friday, and we don't want to. I don't think there's anything we're going to do to one up that. But uh, when we get stories like this, or we want to run something like conspiracy, like the uh, Titanic, you know, we're we're a little bit inspired by the incredibly shiny shard. We're thinking of playing with some wording on that, maybe having the crazy shard Friday, or uh, what was the one you said, Brian, before we got on? I was I was just thinking about Batwing Friday. Bat oh, bat, bat, shark, is, bat shark Friday, or yeah, yeah, I don't know. We're we're, we're playing with it, and uh, obviously we'll get input. We could be cold, we could be completely on an island on this. We might be uh, <laughs> we might be uh, grossing out the audience. We don't know, but uh, we're throwing it out there. Uh, it's it's uh, we wanted to go a little lighter, uh, a little less information. We didn't even know if we were going to be here on Friday until just 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 uh, into Thursday, so. Uh, we're gonna we'll, we'll go into this. We want to finish this. This guy, uh, this, it actually gets more bizarre. So we're gonna we're gonna have Brian read more into this. Yeah, don't worry. We're not we're not smoking what a lot of people are smoking up here in Colorado. We're uh, we're we're stone cold uh, stone cold real. You're reading this to you, but let me continue. We're we're, we're the comfortable that's being disturbed right now. That's that's why we brought it on. We we thought we were uh, we thought we were the conspiracy guys, and then we met we we meet uh, incredibly shiny shards, and uh, uh, I think I we're the comfortable that's the being guy. disturbed. You said you you might be interested in meeting him. I I think I might uh, I might take a rain check on that one. But anyways, he might he might start <laughs> scoping out my leg and start <laughs> <or> grueling. <laughs> How did the actual cooking of the foot go down? Uh, so it looks like he he told the his his girl uh, friend's boyfriend chef that was going to cook it up. And uh, let's see here, he marinated overnight and sautéed it with onions, peppers, salt, pepper, and lime juice. Then he served it on corn tortillas with a tomato sauce. Uh, there's a full full recipe in the, embedded in the article. Here's the most obvious but necessary question. How did it taste? People think it tastes like pork because in movies we hear it called long pig. I, I thought everything tastes like chicken, Jason. Is that, I guess, not, <laughs> not in this case, it tastes like chicken. Uh, All I know is that, the weirdest thing that I think I've ever eaten is uh, one of the restaurants here, I think at Fort Collins. They, they had some alligator, so I tr- this is years ago. Uh, when I was, you know, I'm actually for for the audience that doesn't know, I'm actually vegetarian, so this is even more bizarre for me. But when I was still eating meat just some time ago, I, I had alligator, and 
that stuff doesn't you get the meat eating animals they just taste differently than plant eating animals and so this this has got to have tasted really weird I don't know you're you're I, I'm a beef eater here so my in my in my world uh um alligators for boots and purses not necessarily eating but <laughs> I, I uh, admire your your courage with trying to eat it uh but that term long pig originated in places like Papua New Guinea where they eat wild boar uh, they're not eating our big, fattened, domesticated pigs that have white meat. Boars don't have white meat. They just don't. Um, and this is, again, quoting the this incredible shiny shirt with his story. I remember eating a heritage pig, and it was some of the reddest, most flavorful meat I'd ever had. It was almost like venison, and I think it's more akin to that. And he's talking about his, his, uh, his, his leg meat, his own leg meat here. He's this actually enjoying it more than regular meat. Uh, it just that. <laughs> I think you I think you want to enjoy it too much. Yeah. This particular cut was super beefy. It had a very pronounced beefy flavor to it. The muscle I cut was tough and chewy. It tasted good, but the experience wasn't the best. Uh and then the the uh Reddit or the interviewer asked, "One uh you said on Reddit one friend had to spit me into a napkin. What was the rest of that meal like?" There was this queasy anticipation. We all looked at each other like, "We're going to do this, right? We're doing this." <laughs> <laughs> there was very dark humor, which we all already had in spades. Do you think? Uh, I, think I, yeah, I think that's why this went so well. We were cracking jokes the whole time. I said at one point, well... How do you not crack jokes? How do you not, how do you not sit around and, 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 and laugh at this? I mean... I mean, you, you have to keep a light. I mean, if you start seriously pondering what you're doing, it's got. You said the one guy spit it out. I mean, that guy probably was actually thinking about it. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you, you watched so the it, movie of the what was it? The South American soccer team that went down in the was it the Andes? Their 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 right. rifle jet went down, and they had to resort to to that. Except, I guess the difference was it was not cooked. And I just yeah no. they, yeah they, it was they were on a frozen mountainside, and the yep. meat was frozen, so they just carved chunks off the dead people and. For sustenance, and then uh, you know you got to be able, to, you know, if you're starving to death, and this suddenly becomes uh, realistic, you know. But yeah. but this this is somebody who has options. He does he, he doesn't have to do this. He could do any number of other options. But this it's his leg, I guess. This is the whole thing. It's his leg. He'll do what he wants. Here, here here's some of the cracks that he said he he said at the at the dining event. Uh, well, today was the day I I was inside ten of my friends at once. I got a phone call the next day from a friend saying, hey, just so you know, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave. Sorry. I'm, I'm not going to finish that one. I'll uh, say it. I'll say it. No, 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 hey, no. Just, no. Just it's a, it's a biological know. thing. We, we can fill in the blank. I, all in all, I'll, 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 I alleviated you from me this morning. There you go. There you go. There, there was a sense that this was a bonding experience. We, we could share this really unique experience together. And it was a way for me to close the lid on this part of my life. It's a bonding I, I, experience. I, I, I would have been content with burying it if I really thought I needed to have closure on the deal. But that's just me. Bonding. It's a, they, they've become closer and better friends because of the eating of my leg. That's what, yeah, essentially what he's yeah. saying. It's, you, you wrote that this meal helped, you, helped give you closure on the accident. What do you mean by that? <laughs> and he says, it, it, it sucked the whole time. I remember flying through the air. I remember getting hit. I remember sitting in the forest and taking off my helmet and feeling this burning pain. I looked down and my foot was hanging off. The picture of the foot all broken and mangled and dirty was, 
was on the ambulance. But I was very lucky to be in a place where people were around. I was very lucky that a young woman who was just now graduating high school showed up and put a tourniquet on my leg. She had just taken a first aid course. I was lucky to have an off-duty paramedic show up within 15 minutes. There are so many things that happened in the best way possible. I didn't have any other injuries. It was just my leg and a little cut on the back of my neck. Other than that, I was unharmed. I went back to look at the place, and I flew through the trees that are only a foot and a half apart. I was going 45 miles an hour when I flipped. So I don't know how I got out of there with just that injury. I I could have uh, very easily died that day. We're going to come back on the other side of the break. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll uh, finish up with this story. Uh, uh, We'll be back in a a minute. Welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Your guest hosts, Jason and Brian here speaking, uh, talking about a pretty crazy, wacky story. Uh, we'll skip over. We'll skip over some of the, uh, the the self-reflection parts of the story and get back to the meat of the story. Yeah, he he, he talks about it being a life-changing experience, how it's been good for him, and and uh, we're just going to skip over that just because you know anybody gets into an accident that's you know, traumatic like that, obviously it's, gonna, it's life-changing. Uh, well, obviously yeah. we brought this on the air to 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 get the juicy details of a of the weirdness of this guy, uh, incredibly shiny shark. Hey, I, I, I plan. I plan to use the excuse if if there's some criticism that if it bleeds, it leads. So that's <laughs> if we can use that. We can use that in this case. Uh, so skip it down towards the end of the the lengthy interview. Uh, this happened two years ago. Why did you decide to tell the story now? And uh, incredibly shiny shard, as he likes to anonymously be referred to, responds with, "It's a story that's great to tell someone who already knows you, but it weirds a lot of people out." Excuse me. It's it's taken me time to get comfortable with it. It's pretty out there. I put it out on Reddit because it's pretty much anonymous. I like the really outrageous stuff that some people post there, and I felt this was a way I could properly contribute to this community. All right, stop there for a second. Maybe he was trying to outdo him. Yeah, did you hear that? If you're listening, basically, he says he likes to read the weird stuff on the Internet. And so this was his way to one-up it. This, yep. this is a way to do something weird. So, so we've talked about on the air about how uh, social media and even Facebook creators have admitted that this will change the way you think and, and how you, how, how you uh, react to things in, in real life. Here is a guy that's reading weird stuff, and whether he's just a weird guy or is it that he's just trying to make his mark on his uh, social media, it's... it's it says it right there. It's, uh, let's read it again. I really like outrageous stuff like that that uh, some people post here. I felt that this is a way I could properly contribute to the community. <laughs> so, I mean, this it, one of the reasons we brought this story up is not just because it's totally wacky, but it does show where uh, where the people's mindsets are in, in, in this, this hyper, you know, uh, technology society that we're, we're, we're in. How uh, there's less human interaction and there's more uh, communication over the internet. Well, I guess so, people uh, think it, it gives them license to be able to post stuff that most normal, rational people would otherwise not really want to get out there. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. And, and like remain, you said, Jason, leading people, yeah, leading people to 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 do to behaviors that would otherwise be uh, thought of as I don't think I'm going to post this or try to be famous for it. That seems like that's a lot of uh, what what 
people use uh, social media for, especially the younger, well, not necessarily younger, the older, not older, but the adults who should be thinking otherwise use it as a way to try to, you know, get their moment in the, in the limelight. Yeah, and he wants to remain, remain anonymous, but he wants everybody to know about it. I mean, it's, it's that sort of thing. See, to me, I'm a, I don't know, I guess I'm a little more private person in the fact that if I was in his situation, I don't know. First of all, I wouldn't want to eat my leg. I wouldn't want my friends to eat my leg. Uh, it's, it's, and then even if I took that, let's just say someone convinced me I should do that with my leg, I don't know if I would want it out there for the whole, once it's on the Internet, it's there forever. If this guy ever wants to back out of the story, they're gonna. I'm sure there's ways of finding out who this guy is. He's, he'll never escape it if, for some reason, this thing turns against him. Yeah. Well, he, and he towards the very a couple of more paragraphs left. He, he talks about uh, it has a stigma. It's associated with cultures that aren't perceived as civilized or situations where people are forced into it to survive. They see it as barbaric, so they wonder why I would go out and do it on a whim. But people eat the placenta after a child is born. That's cannibalism. I don't see any any way around it. And that's a very good point. The the placenta eating part. Our 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 firstborn uh, was in the People's Republic of Boulder Hospital, and my wife and I were presented with that option as we looked at each other and thought we were in uh, the twilight zone. What? They, they actually the offered that to you, huh? They actually offered for you to eat they it? They did. They did. I mean, I know I know. in the wild, uh, uh, raising cattle, the, the oftentimes the mama cow, she'll, she'll go uh, clean up the placenta afterwards. And I think it's, I don't, it's probably a combination of uh, uh, survival, kind of hiding the traces so that predators don't uh, get wind of it. But then it's also, from what I understand, it's also very nutritious, has a lot of uh, uh, protein and minerals in it. So... There's that aspect of it, but from a well, person, for, I guess that's good for I guess that's good for animals, but I don't know if incredibly shiny shark needs to. <laughs> well, just <laughs> it. I mean, that's just it. I think that's just it. It's blurring even more the line between civilized people and animals, and it, we're we're talking about it and joking about it because it's there's some funny aspects to it, but it is there is a very disturbing aspect to it, um, and 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 the the things that we're seeing in this society, not just here in the United States, but around the world, it's. It's it's unsettling for me, especially having a, a number of children that I brought up in the world. But hey, the tactic let me, there is yeah, we're going to take this, one part take this here, place yeah, back. I, I think it's fascinating. He, he says, uh, what I did was technically not illegal. I didn't sell it. I didn't give it to people without their consent. It was mine. We couldn't find any real laws against weird stuff like this. So I'm not worried about the legal stuff. And here, this is this is ridiculous. This is funny. I just want to be... Uh, I just don't want to be known as the weird cannibal guy. That's why he's staying anonymous. I don't want to be the weird cannibal guy. Uh, it doesn't really represent who I am. <laughs> it exactly <laughs> represents who he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do this, but this really isn't who I am. Really, yeah, sorry, too, I mean, it's too, too late for regrets. It's done. It. Too, too late for regrets. It's already, or no regrets. It's already done. So yeah, I, 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 I think we're done with the story. And, uh, hopefully, yeah. uh, it was entertaining. We got one more segment. I want to go over our deal. Uh, all those that bought at uh, the Wednesday and Thursday shows at thirteen twenty-five on those twenty-dollar gold pieces, we're knocking you down to thirteen hundred dollars because of our deal. We got an allotment of new coins in that are going right in at that thirteen hundred dollar price. Buy them. Uh, they're here and ready. We don't have a Friday afternoon show for Colorado, so this is your shot for Colorado and Arizona. Uh, 1-800-951-0592. We'll be back. Final segment for the uh, 
Patriot Trading News Hour. Uh, your host today, Brian and Jason. Uh, once again, the number to call, 1-800-951-0592. Uh, I want to cover the uh, deals one more time. We have silver, too. Silver and gold dropping huge today. This is a, a definite buying opportunity. Uh, we have rolls of backdated silver eagles. We got uh, 75 rolls, $385 because of the dip in silver. Uh, we we offered the deal uh, like I've covered several times today. The uh, the, the uh, St. Gaudens and the twenty dollar uh, libs that we offered at thirteen twenty five with that caveat that if uh, the the closing price coming into Friday was lower, we would lower our price. Well, because of the dip in gold and, and Joe getting us another good deal, we're going to bring everybody down and into that thirteen hundred dollar price. Any uh, any coins order today will most likely be the. Uh, the $20 uh, Liberties, and that's $1,300. So 1-800-951-0592. Ryan, you were going to talk about uh, Father's Day. I guess Father's Day coming up. Yep, yep. we got a Father's Day weekend ahead of us. So uh, as, as Joe mentioned yesterday, if, 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 you're, if you've not talked to your father in, in however long, uh, put, get that behind you. Reach out, reach out to your dad. Um, wish him happy Father's Day, uh, and all you fathers out there, good job. Thanks for thanks for your your role. It's not an easy job. Uh, enjoy the enjoy the day with your with your family. Um, yesterday, our, our Colorado show was had some technical difficulties, but it was uh, we were gonna, I was going to mention it was Flag Day yesterday, also President Trump's birthday. And on that note, um, if if you were offended or taken aback by the story that we just covered about the guy serving up his uh, a severed leg from an accident to his friends. Hey, we're just doing what the president ordered. Uh, top story on Drudge Day, Trump says, check out Drudge, and that's where that story came from. So hey, we're, just, we're just following the president's orders. Uh, sorry about the, 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 some of the content, but... I, I'm not too sorry about it. I, we, we're going to throw some <laughs> stuff out there on the air, and uh, if it, I think it'll take. I, I've been dealing with our customers. I know Arizona may be a little different people, so we'll we'll see how how it goes. We're, we we uh, I, I know that a lot of guys I meet with they they like uh, all the content, the really good inf- information that Joe puts out. Some of the the conspiracy stuff we put out, all, all the stuff we do seems to be well received, and we, we want to give people a break sometimes. Just sometimes give ourselves a break. Just put something out there that is just bizarre, entertaining, fun to listen to. And uh, I'm sure our listeners will let us know if we go too far. Here's my here's my advice. Let's just have some regular beef hamburgers this weekend. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, just uh, hey, chicken. I mean, if you take anything chicken on the grill, show, you, you might have a you may have a good story to uh, to tell the family over this uh, holiday weekend. You can uh, if you want an extra burger or two, maybe you can gross a few of your relatives out and you get yourself an extra burger. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> hey Arizona, hang in there. It looks like you've got a, a a warm, toasty week coming up next week, but it looks like you get a break from it tomorrow. It looks like mid eighties, so enjoy that. We're going to have a, a warm day today, and then we're getting a little to- taste of uh, monsoon weather coming up for for a week or so. So it's been a little little uh, warm, unseasonably warm. So we'll take the break if if the Lord uh, decides that's what we get. So something else I want to point out, uh, anybody in Arizona, if you've been listening uh, through the Internet, uh, one of the technical difficulties we had here in Colorado is we've lost our Internet uh, stream. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to get that fixed in the future, and we'll let you know. So, uh, everybody, have a good rest of your weekend, and we'll be hearing from you uh, down the line. Happy Father's Day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with us. 